charge here. That's what the rules are. We're in charge here. We're in charge. I don't know if there are any rules, though. <laughs> Some rules. Stupid headphone jack is not working right again. I know, your thing always is not working. No, no, the well, headphone the, jack. The jack is not working. Yeah, let's be specific yeah. then. <laughs> Nobody else works fine. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Walkers and Talkers episode 121. 121. Yay, we checked. Welcome. I'm David Brody from Elmstead in the Morning Show. You should know that by now. That's Jamie from Light FM. And you should know that by now. Damn right. <laughs> Although some people that are catching up yeah. are going to our old Twitter names. Oh, are they? Because we've been doing this now for almost two years. Yeah. And we had other Twitter handles two yeah. years ago. Doesn't and it so, get bumped? Well, no, because I have both. Oh. So people are emailing me how much they're tweeting me rather, like oh my god I'm catching up and I, but it's my old one. Oh no! So I can't go back and like drop in and change like no. drop in at David Brody. You just gotta move forward. I have, yeah, so I have to monitor the old account. Yeah. And if I, then to tell him no, don't use that one. So it's at David Brody. And I'm at the talking Jamie. Right. That's it. So you need to That's know it. until Jamie changes it again. No, I really am happy with this one. I like it. You sure? It's solid. Yeah. Is it solid? Please follow me because I need followers. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go with the following. I know. By the way, the following was a different show. Oh. <laughs> that was with um, Kevin Bacon. Oh, I remember that. And that show. crazy serial killer guy who had people kill for him, and they show. were yeah. That guy came up here. I forget his name. Doesn't matter. Don't tweet me. <laughs> But the guy, from the, f- yeah, I don't care. the guy from the following came up here and he, like, he had a knife and he put it he to our throats. And, yeah, it was good. Like you put the bat to Chris Harvick's head? Yes. Oh, I like it. I like role play. Yeah, again, if you don't know what Jamie's talking about, check out my Instagram, at David Brody, and there's a picture of me. Also at walkers underscore talkers yeah. on, on the Insta. There's a picture of me with my Lucille bat um, about to hit Chris over the head. Yes, he's on his knees. And he looks quite scared. He does. He has a look of fear. Which I don't blame him, but not the look of fear of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's talk about uh, what's going on in the world of The Walking Dead. And then we'll get to uh, recapping uh, Fear the Walking Dead, uh, Season 4, Episode 14, entitled MM54. Do you know what that means? It's the gun, right? So no, you don't know what it means. No, I don't then. Oh, I thought I did. No, I don't. Mile Marker 54. Oh. Boom. Boom. I just learned something. Yeah. In our own podcast. You and maybe three other people are going, oh, shit. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. No, you're thinking like an M16. Not yeah, like a m- 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 54. <laughs> I don't know much about guns. <laughs> Neither do I, as, as we've reiterated many times <laughs> yes. on the show. I don't know much about Right now, it. there's somebody listening in their basement with guns going, Actually, there's a little-known MM-54 that was built in 1947 I got one. by the Remington uh, Gun Company and only made 95 of them, and I've got four of them. Okay, I'm sorry, but no. there's no. no. To my knowledge, there's no MM-54. Yeah. Uh, that's how much I don't know about no, that. No, mile marker 54. Mile marker, okay. It ends in a four. That's what they've been yeah. talking about every episode. It is. Oh, so, by the way, I, I always remember to forget to take out my phone because um, I want to give proper bullshit uh <laughs> To the calling to the proper people. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Marcus. Marcus was calling bullshit left and right. So we'll, we'll get to Marcus. Marcus, you know what you said. <laughs> Marcus, overall, you know what you overall, said. Overall, did you like the episode? <laughs> I did. I told you the in opening, I couldn't stop crying. Y- yeah. I it know. was really. Well, it ended sad, too. It was just sad. I really felt for her. By the way, the episode started a minute into the episode. My theory from last week was blown to hell. I know. I thought the same thing. I'm like, I will oh, get to shit. that. I will get okay. to that. I will get to that. All right. Because they definitely deliberately did that, so we'd think that. We'll get to that. Totally. Y'all know what I'm saying. Yeah. By the way, you, you, I, yeah, okay. Uh, so <laughs> what's going on in The Walking Dead? Did you watch the Emmys? I did not. So I'm watching the Emmys, and this blonde girl, blonde woman, wins an Emmy for uh, a show called Godless. Okay. Which is a miniseries western. I didn't see it. So I'm watching her, and I'm watching, and she's giving the speech, and I'm looking at her, and I'm staring at her, and and her name is Merritt Weaver, W-E-V-E-E-R. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, I'm going, she looks familiar. Was she on, like, Criminal Minds or some show I've watched? She sounds familiar. I can't figure it out, right? And the name is like, it sounds familiar. And then it, I went to IMDb as she's giving her speech, and I look up who she is. Okay. And then I realized, as she's still giving her speech, who she was. And at that moment, I thought there was an arrow was going to shoot through her eye. No, it was Dr. Denise. Dr. Denise. What? What? Dr. Denise won an Emmy. And she didn't, would she look different? Yeah, she never an arrow through her eye. <laughs> Are the glasses in her hair back? No, her hair was down. Wow. Then you look at her, you go, oh my God, it's Dr. Denise. 
And I read an article recently that said she has more Emmys than anyone else on the cast of The Walking Dead. Go. Because none of them have Emmys. Well, oh, well, that's a crime. By one the way. with one now. That's look. If I if I if we're missing one, I don't you know. And I'm not talking about like someone who played like a a background role, and now they have. But to my knowledge, according to the article, no one on the show has an Emmy. Wow. Herschel, I don't think has an Emmy. That's bullshit. Well, you know they don't get nominated. They I just know, get I, ratings I really and money hate that. and podcasts about them. Yeah. You know? So Merritt Weaver, there you go. Uh, now this confused a lot of people. I know our buddy Trevor over at Trev Chance 2 sort of got it wrong. Then everyone commenting on his page got it wrong. And then all the other bloggers that I that I follow on mm. YouTube, people were commenting they got it wrong. So the story came out this past week. AMC's uh, CEO, Josh Sapin, or Sapin, Sapan, mm-hmm. uh, address, uh, addressing The Walking Dead's longevity, longevity, he said, The Walking Dead is a universe. And we have a plan to manage over the next that we have a plan to manage over the next decade plus. The plan is a careful plan to respect the world of the fans of that and the world uh, to respect the world of the fans of that world. Okay. So then Robert Kirkman had a statement and and to help uh, clarify it, and everyone was thinking, "Wow, well, how are they going? The Walking Dead is going to be on ten more years. How I know, is that that's possible? What I'm just thinking. How are they going to keep the characters going? First yeah. of all." Uh, as long as the comic keeps going, there's storylines. Second of That's all, true. look at shows like Law and Order. Look at The Simpsons. Shows can last who's ever on the show. Yeah. Criminal Minds keeps getting rid of a couple of people. They and just they change it around. Grey's Anatomy. Look at the first season of Grey's Anatomy and look who's still left. That's true. Right? Grey. <laughs> and there may be somebody else. Again, don't do me. Don't, okay. <laughs> so, okay. But here's the thing. He very, very clearly says... The Walking Dead universe. Not The Walking Dead. They want to keep The Walking Dead universe for oh, at least a decade. so that means fear and could another spin off potentially. And webisodes. Yeah. And shorts. And, uh, into you know, the, the like uh, Flight 464 that was in between the, the show. Machete. Right. Red Machete, right. Um, it doesn't mean The Walking Dead is going to be around 10 years. Pay attention, people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> read Pay between it. the lines, people. A- no, actually, read the lines. R- read the actual lines. Right. The Walking Dead universe. Right. Not The Walking Dead. Look, if they gave us 10 more years of The Walking Dead, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, uh, at some point, how many people will be alive if the if the walkers keep winning? That's true. But 10 years, I'll take 10 years. Really, that's like three years in, in the in TV show. In their time, that's true. As long as they don't do time jumps. Yeah. All right. So, some big events happening in New York. Which you're going to help us get 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 us into. You're going to help oh, us. Okay. Um, the day before the uh, season premiere, October seventh, at New York Comic Con. I'll be there. Will I be there? You need to. I I told do you. Do it for me. You need a press badge. Well, do the paperwork. I would do I, it for you. I sent you the paperwork. Like, is, is it filled in May. out? No, like in May. Okay, we'll send it again. I'm not good at this. <laughs> this is why I've interns. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Norman Reedus, Denai Guerrero, Melissa McBride, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, um, all going to be at the theater at Madison Square Garden, which, if you don't know, is a theater attached to Madison Square Garden, part of Madison Square Garden, but not Madison Square Garden. Uh, There are concerts there. It's a smaller venue. Very nice. I'll be there Saturday. Okay, stop. No, I'm just saying, Robert Kirkman, Gail Ann Hurd, Dave Alpert, Greg Nicotero, Scott Gimple, and moderator Chris Hardwick. Why will you be there? I'm going to see Ed Sheeran. Oh, nice. Tell him I said hi. I will. Along I with showrunner Angela Kang. Well, I can make that happen if you want to meet him. Really? Yeah, we'll talk. What? Well, we know everybody what? over here. What? Okay. Okay. The Power of the Elvis Strand Morning the Show. What? All right. Uh, and then also, that's at 8 o'clock at night. At 3 o'clock at ni- uh, in the afternoon. <laughs> at 3 o'clock at night. Well, it depends. <laughs> at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's the um, SDCC? No, no, not, not that. Not that's the San Diego Comic Con. Sorry. Uh, at Paley Fest, which you told me about. Yes, I sent you an email about this. I yeah. have an in with this. Okay, get us in. Okay. Just get yeah. us in. Okay, I'm going to... All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Three, by the way, that was a tribute to Scary, who bup-bup-bups everybody. Okay. That's Scary Jones from the Elf Morning Show. You know he is. He's one of the Brooklyn boys. The second one, though. Brody and Scary. All right, so 3 p.m. on the on October 6th, 25 West 52nd Street. Most of the same people will be there. Except they will be showing the full premiere episode of season nine. What? We need to be there. Oh my God. After all, we were at the red carpet premiere in LA last year for season eight. We were. Yeah. Uh, Lots of talk about the Fear the Walking Dead lyrics being down. 
suffering since they killed off Madison. Mm. Bring back Madison. You killed everybody. The show isn't the same. <laughs> but guess what? Uh, two weeks two weeks ago, the episode 412 uh, had 1.52 million live views when it aired on September 2nd. But once they added in the live plus seven, which is um, all of the streaming and DVRing uh, views for a week after the episode, they added another 1.24 million, which means almost as many people watched it late. Um, giving it 2.76 million views, gaining almost an entire percentage point, and it is consistently the highest-rated scripted drama on Sunday nights. Really? So it's still winning okay. in the key demographic okay. and scripted dramas. So, yes, the ratings are down for that night, but people are watching it later, Yeah, and it's doing well. So I watch it later. Well, you're part of the problem, girl. I know, I'm the problem. All right, <laughs> uh, let's get into a little Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, before we do that, uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to talk about one other thing. Okay, so Preacher. We love the show, we did Preacher feature, and then... You went away, and I went on vacation. Things and, just happened. Right, and much. we were left with three episodes left where we yeah. didn't review. And people were like, well, you got to do them. So I still have yet to have time to watch the three episodes, as much as I love them. Not a chance to catch up. Jamie, you watched the three episodes. No spoilers, but did you enjoy them? Oh, my God, yes. It was phenomenal. It was good? Yes. Loved it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right, so uh, it was good. Yeah, just one, not a spoiler, but just Tulip gets more badass, if that's possible. Tulip gets more yeah, badass? if that's possible. Oh, well, shout yeah. out. Up, let's play yeah. one out for Tulip. <laughs> <laughs> so Tulip gets badass. Uh, more badass. What about Cassidy? How's he doing? Is he all right in the final three? Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> TC still creepy? Yeah. No, so no doubt. Creepy. Okay, so I have to catch up. Yeah. I'm gonna try. It's I'm totally sorry. Worth it. And then when we catch up, we'll do like a, a recap of the season yeah. of the end. Yeah. So because we we can't do all three episodes. We had just, a lot just coming no at us at once. Yeah. Yeah. More so you. Me? Well, you're sick. Well, yeah, I'm I'm on the mend, but I don't feel wonderful. You're on the mend. Yeah. Not the the, the ten inch Daryl Dixon. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Oh, oh, there's some other stuff, news going on before we get to oh, okay. fear that I forgot. They released the names, directors, and writers of the episodes for the first half of the oh, yes. season of The Walking Dead and a picture that goes along with each episode. Ooh. So let's break them down. Photos. Um, a couple of people online who are reviewers have already seen the premiere. Bastards, don't know how they did and we what didn't. What the hell? What the hell? What do have? They said it's fantastic. Of they really it nailed is. it. It's coming back in a big way. Like the wow. season, the show's coming back huge. Uh, the first episode's called A New Beginning. Uh, writer Angela Kang, who's the showrunner, and director Greg Nicotero. Oh, he, I love when Greg directs. Well, he tends to do a lot of zombie yeah, heavy he episodes. Yeah, he really and great stuff. He does. So that episode's called A New Beginning, which it is for the show. Uh, and the picture they showed is everyone on horses. It looks like Father Gabriel's wearing a hat like he's an Amish guy. Uh, <laughs> and they're on, um, looks like they're pulling a, a some kind of big, like a, a wagon. Oh, is that the wagon in the that they trailer steal that from they DC? pull down the thing? Yeah, they, that they steal from Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. from the museum. Uh, episode two is called The Bridge, which if you've seen all the trailers, it looks like either they build a bridge across a river, and then it, the rumor is it looks like, again, I don't know anything, that the bridge gets destroyed, we're guessing by the whisperers who don't want them on their land, Uh-oh. and then it, then the then the saviors fight with everyone because they think the saviors destroyed the bridge, mm. and that's why you see people fighting on the bridge in some of the trailers. Okay. Episode three, warning signs. Uh, it's a picture of Father Gabriel looking at a picture of it looks like maybe D- Doctor Denise, and it's signed by someone named Anne. Like Anne drew the. Mm. Was it? It wasn't. I don't know who Anne is. It's not Tara. I don't know who Anne is. So that may not be Dr. Denise, but it looks like her. Yeah. Glasses and long hair. Somebody did a really good job of drawing Anne. The artist is named Anne. We'll find out what that is. Episode four is The Obliged, and it looks like a woman, maybe, or a thin man. It just shows hands holding a crowbar. The Obliged. Okay. 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 So now this is, that's, uh, 
written and directed by people we don't know. Uh, epi- now, the, here's the biggie. Uh-oh. This is what's getting people all, okay, all worked all up. jazzed up. Episode five, what comes after? So the question is, after what? Now, the um, the picture is a herd of walkers. Okay. That's been in the trailer, the yeah. big herd of walkers. And the episode is written by, co-written by Scott M. Gimple. Okay. And directed by Greg Nicotero. Oh, this is going to be good stuff. So people are oh, guessing damn. that episode five is going to be the Rick episode. Because of the Walkers and Greg and yeah. Scott both being involved in the episode. Brought in the heavy hitters. Yeah, heavy hitters. And oh. the name is What Comes, comes after, after. Which would after be like, we yeah. say goodbye. And then it gets worse. Episode oh, no. six. Episode six is a picture of a blurry picture in the background of um, Michonne oh. leaning with her hands against the counter and a close up of her sword. And the episode is called Who Are You Now? And that now says that to me, Rick is gone. Now that Rick is gone. Damn it. Uh, Episode this, 7, don't tell me. Stradivarius, hmm. which is if... What does that mean? Well, I'll tell you what it means, but I want to make sure that it's spelled that way. Hold on a second. Stradivarius. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Stradivarius. That's what I thought. So I don't know if the website got it wrong, but Stradivarius is spelled S-T-R-A-T-O-V-A-R-I-U-S. Okay. Um, nope, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm, that's not right. That's showing me a power metal band. That's <laughs> not. Hold on. Okay, so yeah, that's correct. So Stradivarius with a D, which is where the episode is spelled, as people are screaming at their phones and car radios, <laughs> is um, considered to be the the best violin makers. When you buy a Stradivarius, it's a design of a violin. Oh. Uh, and so we don't know what that means in terms yeah, of... Yeah, the show. They also make violas, cellos, and other string instruments, by the way. The uh, Stradivari family makes the Stradivarius. Oh. Mm-hmm. I feel so fancy now. So uh, it's a picture. It looks like an overhead shot of Daryl on his motorcycle. Aerial view? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 8 is called Evolution. Oh, by the way... Uh, episode 7, Stradivarius, is directed by our pal Michael Cudlitz. Wow! You know, this guy. Hey, guys, you're listening to Michael Cudlitz play Abraham Ford, or I did play Abraham Ford in The Walking Dead until I got my brain smashed in. You're listening to Walkers and Talkers with, uh, all right, who's Brody? Who's Jamie? Right. <laughs> he didn't get that one right. but I. And you tried. So he, yeah, he did so many times. So he directed so episode 7. My guess is he'll get plenty of spoilers as to what the episode's about, like he did. Oh yeah, that we've caught him on. Hey guys, I I have an episode coming I, yeah, up. Yeah, episode coming up, a big episode. You mean the surprise episode? No, I didn't give anything away. Yeah, you did. Yeah. All right. No. All right. Yeah. All right. Episode eight is called Evolution, and if you look, it's a silhouette of Negan sitting in the jail cell. Yeah. That tells me there'll be big changes Mm-mm. with Negan getting out. Uh-oh. My guess is with the Whisperers coming, they're going to need Negan's help. I was going to say they're probably going to need him now. Like in the comics, they need his help fighting the Whisperers. Yeah. Uh, he has a very weird relationship with the Whispers in the comics. Mm. No spoilers. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see what his relationship is now without Rick, if anything changes. But my guess is they're going to have to let him out, which by this time, in episode eight, my guess is Maggie is gone. I would tend to probably think so, yeah. Which is why they let him out. Yeah. Or Maggie dies trying to keep him from getting out, or he kills Maggie getting out. I don't know. Didn't they kind of say her character was gonna? I told you my be theory, but I don't know. You know, my theories aren't always correct. But I thought my the- my theory was was yeah. that I can come back in some capacity. Yeah. I feel like she's gonna die and then come back in like A the five. in in voiceovers and oh. in dream sequences, talking to little Herschel, her son, oh. with you know keeping him safe. That's sad. He's an orphan. Yeah. Unless she die, he dies too. Oh no! All right, you don't even know no, him. No, that's sad. All right, you, you don't even know. You don't even him. know the kid. It could be a pain in the ass. What if he cries all the time and pees all over the place? <laughs> He's like, a baby. Yeah, well, that's you what know, they do. They cry and they pee. He should pee. know better. It's a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> no, it's time to grow up. <laughs> all right, let's get with fear. <laughs> Talk about the episode. I feel like even though everyone on the show is mostly dead from the first three seasons, they should bring this back as the theme. Yeah, they should. It's more ominous. Yeah. Well, come up with a new theme. I don't, I'm not feeling the new one. There's nothing there. No. This has like... Sounds. 
So Fear the Walking Dead, season four, episode 14. I liked it. I've read reviews. Trevor hated it, the parts of it. There are certain scenes. All right, let's... It's mostly about Martha, who's the uh, the uh, ugly woman. No, the, the dirty the woman. The filthy woman. The filthy woman. The dirty woman. The filthy woman. So, the episode starts. Jamie got all emotional. I was... I'm not going to lie. I was bawling. Uh, there's a man in a car accident. The guardrail is in his chest. Oh. Uh, and they're at mile marker 54. Yeah. Which, again, is the name of the episode. Okay. 54. Convenient that they had a car accident at a four marker. Yeah. You realize if the polar bear people had gone to any other number but four, they'd all be alive mm-hmm. and none of this would be happening. Yep. But they happened to break their car down. It's where it happened. So I'm going to go with 54 100th bullshit. Uh, so the filthy woman tries to get people to stop to help her husband, Hank. And by the way, she's not married to polar bear. There goes my theory. But I'll say this. They clearly wanted us to spend last week thinking that... Filthy woman was the wife of Polar Bear, which was my theory. Oh, 100%. And I'll tell you why. And I'm going to explain it before you get all like, oh, but it's 2018. Hold off. Hold off. Remember when they just happened to have a black woman with long hair or dreadlocks as a walker in the episode, the bottle episode with Heath and Tara? Yeah, we thought it was him. Right, and then they happened to have a blonde walker from behind in a flannel shirt. We're like, oh my God, it's It's Madison. Madison. Okay. I'm going to say, because it's easier for the human mind to think that way. That when Paula Bear said, there's one person in my life, but I don't really want to see them right now. I figured instantaneously it's the ex-wife. What word? What say? Ex-wife. Oh, okay. Right, what ex-wife. What do you think I said? No, no, no. No, it's nothing. Oh. So, uh, yeah, ex-wife. But yeah. Then, then we thought it's filthy woman. Yeah. And then she's mad at him because he's helping people with the boxes. Yes. And that's look, exactly what You know we all thought. thought it because they both happen to be black. They both have to be middle-aged and a little chunky. Yeah. <laughs> they gave you all the clues. Now, that doesn't chunky. mean that people don't marry other races. doesn't mean that fat people don't marry skinny people. I, I, I Don't tweet me. I, I'm just saying they went out of their way they to make insinuated it a, to make it appear like that, that couple that might fit together and they were a couple. Mm-hmm. Instead, her husband is not a heavy set guy, but also... He was handsome. A handsome guy, but also a black man. Yeah. Okay, so that right away I was like, okay, the polar bear theory's out. Yeah, that's out. Then I'm married. But they wanted us to think that. They, that's what they let it let us think. Well, I guess that's fine. You want to have yeah. a couple of red herrings. <laughs> All right. So she's trying to get people to stop and help. Now, you're watching the episode. He's got a guardrail through his stomach. There's no helping him at that point. No, it's one of those if you take it out, he's going to die. He's going to die. It's like polar bear. It was holding right. him together. Right. That's why you got to wear a seatbelt and drive carefully. Ugh. And have an airbag. Although, what do you do with a guardrail? Like, yeah, that went know? through the window right into that. I would have liked to have seen what caused the accident. Like, did they try to swerve, not hit a deer? Yeah, they didn't show us that, unfortunately. You're just like, oh, he just happened to hit a guardrail. And, and it went and through the window. you have to hit the guardrail at the end of the guardrail, and they're curled, so I'm not really sure how that happens. I don't know what angle they were hitting that it went through the window into him that way. He would have had to smash into the guardrail from, like, sideways, yeah. break the guardrail so that the other half of the guardrail... Could go across the length of the... Well, he was not driving, so... No, but it... Mm. So she was driving, so it's her fault. She's a maniac. On, yeah. Okay, so, um, again, I'm going to call four-sevenths bullshit. Okay. A truck comes by that she tries to flag down. It doesn't stop. And a rake happens to fall out of the back of the truck. Oh, yeah. A I rake. thought they threw it at her at first. No, it fell out of the back. Okay. Oh, boy, a weapon. (laughs) Oh, look, a walker's coming. A walker's coming. (laughs) And look, she's got a rake. I mean, she could have gotten back in the car and rolled up the window. I'm just saying. That's true. If the car was dead, then you can't roll up the window because you can't really roll windows if they're power windows. I get it. I know. Whatever. Don't tweet me. Don't (laughs) tweet (laughs) me. Anyway, she kills the walker. Uh, The next day, Hank dies and turns into a walker. She picks up a piece of glass shard. And she kills him, buries him with her bare hands. Now, the actress who plays uh, Filthy Woman, Martha, said that she had to actually dig real dirt. As we talked about last week or the week before, how they used chocolate yeah, sh- this scrapings. Like real dirt. But it was real dirt. She broke her nails and she scraped in and she had to dig the hole. Do you call some bullshit that, did you see where the car was? And then she dragged a dead body, Hank, up all that way, up that hill. Okay, here's where I'm calling bullshit. She kills him, right? Yeah. The guardrail is still in his abdomen. How did she get the guardrail out of his stomach to get him to bury him? That's what I wondered. 
She must have pulled the seat back and maybe it came out. Is that what you're going with? Uh, how else do you get it out? I don't know. They didn't show it conveniently. No, but they, he, she probably pulled the little lever as she pulled she it. She used the rake. slid out. Oh, no, a truck came by with a blowtorch that fell out of the back and, uh, and, and metal shears. And luckily, <laughs> she was able to cut the guardrail. So, again, I'm, I'm saying, like, slightly weak on the writing. Yeah, and that he dragged a big man up that hill. Up the hill by herself. By herself. Right. Mm. Mm. Okay, then it goes into, like, a weird <laughs> 1970s montage yeah. of her losing her mind, right? Because her husband's her dead. Her progression of her snapping. Right? There's no walkers around, right? Because she has no weapons at this point. I guess the rake. And she's just, I don't know how many days go by, but she's freaking out and losing her mind, yeah. right? Okay. So it's a couple of days later, a truck pulls up to that exact same spot where, where the car is. I guess the car's not there. Right? No, the car was there. Was okay. It was stuck on the side of the road with a right. dead walker in the road. Right. That's right. A truck pulls up with a woman driving. She puts a supply box by the road marker. So she's part of Polar Bear's team. The filthy lady comes out. Um, OFL, old filthy lady. I wanted to be the dirty lady. Then she's like old dirty lady. Like old dirty bastard. <laughs> old DB. So I'm going to call it just old filthy lady. And she says, by the way, on your box where it says meet me further up the road, says she says, oh, um, I was a teacher. It's farther. Farther. So she's like, oh, and thanks. And she seemed normal for a minute. Oh, I was a school teacher. I was an English teacher. And she seemed normal for a hot second. Now, again, she here's wasn't. why it's a weird scene. You're at a roadside after a zombie apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. A woman walks out of the bushes with a rake in her hand and says, you spelled that wrong. It's the wrong word. Grammar, please. Okay. Red effing flag. What I don't... She was too calm. What, yeah, well, like, wouldn't you go, oh, hey, uh, where are you? Like, or take... where'd you come from? Right. Or what's your, you know, what's... Uh... Think about Rick when he wouldn't help... Um, uh... Sadiq? Sadiq. Right? He didn't trust anybody. No. By the way, hold on. Grandma police! Grandma police! Grandma police! Grandma police! Okay, sorry. <laughs> Let's chill a shout out to my Brooklyn Boys podcast. Oh, that's the segment that's we do. Funny. So she so she plays grammar police on her. Yeah. And you gotta like, okay, hey, stay away from me. Step back. Who are you? You're like, oh hi. Oh, thanks for correcting my sign. You're like, you really saved me a favor there. Or so so nobody, like, she hasn't met anyone evil in the apocalypse? No bad people? She just turned her back and squatted down and started writing. I'm like, this, I wouldn't This bitch, dirty, wouldn't... filthy woman is coming out of the woods with a stick. And you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Hey, girl. Not, not, you don't say to her, are you okay? Yeah. Do you need any help? Are you with people? Are you about to mug me? Are you about to kill me? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the Quinn thing. I didn't get it. We just walked out of his truck and walked over to the sign. Yeah. All right, so about check your surroundings, people. Right, check yourself Perimeter before check. before you get Perimeter. a rake in your neck yourself. <laughs> so she tells the filthy lady, "We like to put boxes out every ten miles." The filthy someone called Martha. Martha tells her that words don't matter, uh, and that she goes, "My name is Martha." She goes, "Oh, my name is Stevie. Thanks for your help with the grammar." Now you shouldn't have said the word help, I guess. Help is her trigger word, if we haven't learned that yet. Right, which it is in the trailer for next week. <laughs> Martha says, I don't help. Then sticks the rake through her neck Stevie's and lifts like, her up. Stevie's like, wait, what? Right. And there goes Stevie. Yeah, again, good thing the fake rake, the, the rake fell out of the truck. She puts her in a collar and a stick and uses her to attack a bearded guy who's also putting boxes out on the road. So she does that thing again like she did to Quinn, where she takes the walker and she shoves the walker at him right on the road. Yeah. And then she writes on her face... And now she uses her as the killer. So whoever she kills <coughs> becomes her next weapon. Yeah. It's amazing that this really nice woman, a normal woman, loses her mind and instantly has a whole Batman bad guy thing. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. I'm going to write on their faces immediately. It didn't even evolve into that. Like on Criminal Minds, they show like serial killers evolve and they get worse and worse she progressively. She went straight up. I'm going to write on their faces with the magic marker from the box, right? And I'm going to put them on a stick and a rope, and I'm going to use them to kill other people. So I'm calling full bullshit. We didn't progress to that. We just went right there. She's got a whole plan. She's the Riddler. Like, she's making riddles around. There had to have been seeds, you know, or 
you know, showings of this somewhat in her life. You don't just go right to that. All right, so Marcus Cheney at Marcus DC. He's tweeting me left and right. He's tweeting at walkers underscore talkers. <laughs> left and right. How a walker can sneak up on someone. The walker makes that much, that noise with its mouth. This one. Yes. <laughs> okay. Full bullshit on a walker coming up on you from behind, out in the middle of nowhere with no sound until it's too late. You didn't hear them coming. I agree. Yeah, because they're never quiet. They are always making that sound. All right, then he calls bullshit on something later. We'll get to that later. Okay. I'm going to give him credit for the bullshit. Okay. So then there's a montage with a song called Keep on Trucking. Yes. She sees a Hispanic guy with the boxes in the truck. She kills him. Then a bald guy, each time using the last, the last guy, guy as a walker. The last guy as the, per- new guy, the new person. Right. She tells one guy before she kills him that if you help people, they don't learn to help themselves. She wants to know who Polar Bear is. He won't tell her. He's like, I'm not telling you. That's Purvis. But there's a... But there's a... Is it? Yeah, that was Purvis. Purvis on the truck. Yeah. Right, okay. So, well, it's Polar Bear. No, Purvis was the one that said, I'm not going to tell you. Was it Purvis? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that was Purvis. Yeah, that was Purvis. That's like, I'm not going to tell you shit. That's right, and then that becomes her walker. And then that was the first oh, I did, I did not realize it was Purvis. Yeah. How'd you know it was Purvis? I just recognized his face. Oh, it was Purvis. Thank yeah. you. Good one there. So I yeah. told you the name of the show, and you got me Purvis. <laughs> That's why we do a podcast. That's why we're To help good everyone team. and each other. <laughs> so he goes, I'm not telling you polar bears. When you have a walker on you about to eat Seriously, you. Seriously, like, she's not fucking around. Even if so... you said, Pol- I'll tell you where polar bear is. I hate the man. I'll take you to him. Yeah. Lie. Right. Anything. But you're, I'm not telling you I'm where he is. What are you going to well, do about it? Well, bye. Right. Bye, Purvis. So she calls Polar Bear on the CB, but she gets Morgan, and Morgan says, "The it's it's when the, it's the first episode, yes, and more from when he wakes up in the rest stop. He's like, I accidentally hitched a ride in a semi, and we thought it was Momo. I thought it was Sarah Mo too, Sarah. Yeah, we thought it was Sarah on the walkie, but it was actually a crazy dirty lady. Yeah, old dirty bastard. Yeah, ODB. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so that's now you've now you're all caught up with how she figured out how she crossed paths with Morgan. Good lord! Because at the split second she called Polar Bear, is the split second that Morgan got out of a truck after a storm. Is she thinking he's Polar Bear? I don't know. And there was no storm where she was. That was weird. Right. Yeah. There was no remnants of a storm, and she would have been outside during the whole freaking yeah, out thing. Yeah, it was nothing. It was yeah. See, wherever she was, mile marker fifty four. Mm-hmm. That wasn't. Because she, she says we're going to Texas, right? When the yeah. first episode, she goes, all right, Purvis, we're going back to Texas. Yeah. So I guess she and Purvis went somewhere else. I don't know where they Maybe were. Maybe she and her husband were driving somewhere. But if she's in Texas with her, where her husband died and the, and the walkie worked, so she couldn't been that far. I don't know where she was. Then she must have taken Purvis back to her house where the walkie-talkie, where the CB was. But you're telling me that there was no storm where she was. This huge hurricane storm thing. And she was, I guess... And then Morgan hears her broadcasting that second. That second. Are you calling... Oh. <laughs> Is that 100%? I may call 10 ninths. 10 ninths. So more than more Over than full bullshit. Over 100% bullshit. Yeah. All right, so the credits roll... Uh, the, the, that was a lot right before That was a the, lot. Holy shit, right before the credits. Yeah, I'm that like, was a lot. All right, I need a breath for a minute. That I, was, was like, I welcomed the commercial break. Right. If you were going to like, oh, I'm going go, oh, to go to bed after the credits, you no. had to wait a while. <laughs> All right, so the, I'm going to call them the truck gang. But everybody 18-wheeler, the truck gang. Now this is post-shooting. So last week's episode ended with uh, old dirty bastard machine gunning them in the big truck. Yeah. And so now they're all getting up from that. And the SWAT truck comes back again for another pass and doesn't fire. Yeah, she didn't fire. So they realize that she's probably run out of bullets. She's used all of Al's bullets, which is good because that's how when Al gets her truck back, they won't be able to use that, just kill all the walkers with your bullets. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have any. And somehow she hasn't run out of fuel yet. Yeah, that's where she's finding, where's she finding diesel? Right. So she's sitting there, not in a good vantage point with her back to the 18 wheeler. Wendell gets out of the truck, lowers himself down. His wheelchair is destroyed. Now we finally see how he gets in and out. Right, with the ropes. With like a pulley system. Right. Al runs to her truck like an idiot, and the door's open. Oh my God, Al is... They knock her down. Uh, ODB fires a gun OD. and leaves Al's ears ringing. Uh, ODB comes out, shoves Walker Quinn onto June, who is wrestling with Quinn on the floor. Walker Quinn. 
Uh, ODB tells Morgan he won't end up like them. Oh, she says, she says, Morgan, you won't end up like them. You have so much more potential. You have more potential. She's like obsessed with Morgan. What the F? Yeah. Well, because he's he's not weak. He went on killing sprees. He's a violent man. That's what she yeah. wants people who can help themselves. Yeah. Um, so uh, Wendell shoots her in the shoulder with buckshot. So it's basically little pellets. Morgan kills the Quinn the walker. Wendell tells everyone not to move. Uh, the 18-wheeler is on fire. It blows up. All the boxes explode. All their guns explode. All melt the gone. Beer. All the beer. <laughs> the yeast. Uh, and that draws walkers down the hill from the noise. Old dirty bastard drives off in the SWAT truck. Alicia and Charlie uh, now flash forward. They arrive at the truck. Everyone is gone. So they got there too late. Yeah. There's dead walkers all over. Alicia checks a map and guesses they went east. She says, I think they went east. And heads off. Randomly, mind you. Yeah, no, no information. Uh, Morgan and Sarah are looking at the herd who are following them. Now, here's the thing I didn't get. Walkers aren't trackers, right? Mm-hmm. They, were, they were at least a quarter of a mile ahead of them. But they're running up the road. The walkers are up, walking up I the road. I think they heard Wendell's chair thing dragging. Right, so they're they dragging. Can, it's just sound. They're just following the sound. Okay, but they're following the sound from a quarter mile away. Okay, I get that. Yeah. But all you'd have to do, as we've seen so many times, is make them go down one road, and then you cut back and go down another road, and they won't see you. Oh, that's true. They had enough of a lead that the walkers wouldn't follow them. Yeah. Or they could have started a fire that would have attracted the walkers. Oh, that's also true. But they didn't do that either. No, they didn't. Instead, they stayed on the same path and let the walkers follow them, which we've never seen walkers do, follow them mile after mile after mile. Yeah. It wasn't like they were like 100 yards, like it it was, or 50 yards. They were quite a bit behind them. Right. There's plenty of things. They could have, they could have. I don't know, figured out a way to push a tree down. There's always a tree in the road. I know, right? Where was the tree when he needed it? Right. So they're following them. Um, everyone from the truck is walking through the road. They're pulling Wendell in a chair, like I said. Al's ears are still ringing from the gunshot. June says she probably has a ruptured eardrum. Right. Sarah tells people she was in the Marines for a little while. Uh, Morgan sees a sign that says hospital. Oh, how convenient. Jim blames Morgan for all of this. He says he's going to go on at his own. I'm just going to go out on my own, which is stupid. He doesn't know how to fight walkers. He's an idiot. Right. And then he looks back at the herd. Um, you can see the Austin city limits. You can see the city mm-hmm. in the distance. Um, and I, that's when I wrote, why not lead them down one road and then go down the other? I didn't understand that. Uh, at the hospital, Morgan stares. He barricades the doors, and the herd is walking up the street. They followed them to the hospital. How is that possible? Even if they saw them go in the hospital, it would have been like 15 minutes ago. It would, yeah. So the fact that they. They have no reason to go to the doors. It didn't make sense. Right. Maybe five walkers saw them. Yeah. But why would the rest of the herd be drawn to the doors of the hospital? It wouldn't make sense. Thank you. Even if they're banging on the windows, it doesn't, they would have walked away after a while. Yeah. It's like, and why would they stand there so they could see silhouettes? Yeah. Get away from the doors. No, exactly. Uh, you can see the barricades aren't going to hold very long. Uh, June comes over, says, I fixed everybody up, repaired everybody, blah, 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 blah. Um, Wendell gets a new wheelchair. So, of course, they go to the one place where you get a new wheelchair at the I hospital. know. I was like, oh, damn, he's got a new one already. Okay. Yeah, okay. That no, was convenient. No spikes, though. Yeah, no, uh, like, little right. Wolverine things that come out. Wendell says he didn't want to kill old dirty bitch. Uh, I'm just going to keep changing her name. O- ODB. Yeah, Martha, because you don't kick someone that was down. I get it. And Al asks him, how did you end up in your wheelchair? He says, I jumped in front of a car to save another kid when I was 10. The car hit me. So she says to him, so that's why you don't want to help people? He goes, no, that's why I want to help people more than ever. Because I was able to save this kid. Um, He talks about how he tried to sign up for the Marines. And they laughed him out of it. That's kind of sad. And then she says, bad shit happens when you try to help people. And he goes, yep. So that's why he has this edge to him, because they wouldn't let him join the Marines. Yeah. We find out later that's why Sarah quit the Marines, because they wouldn't let him join the Marines. He wouldn't. She didn't approve of their code of conduct. That's correct. Uh, Alicia and Charlie are at mile marker 103. They ran out of gas, and they're looking for another car. Now, this is much later in the apocalypse, much like The Walking Dead. There's less cars with gas. Also, I don't know why you would leave your keys in the car if you run out of gas. Yeah. I guess, exactly. to help the, I guess to help the next guy, if you know you're never coming back. But what if you might come back? 
I guess they figure we're never coming back. Mm, yeah. But just in case you did. I would I would take the keys. Um Charlie asks who they could possibly who could possibly have gotten this far. And Alicia says, We aren't looking for them. We're headed to Galveston. I want to show you the beach. So she's decided we're not looking for Morgan and everybody else. Even though initially she said we're gonna go this way. Uh, Morgan keeps adding to the barricade. Jim comes over and thanks him for saving him. So this is Jim's moment to go, hey, man, uh, I know you saved me. I'm, I was being a dick. But she quickly takes back. He takes back quickly because the walls cave in and the walkers enter the hospital. And now he's like, it's all your fault. Right. <laughs> Literally a minute later. Right. They all, it's all your fault. You got us into this. You need to get us out. I'm sorry. No, it's all your fault. <laughs> so Morgan says we need to go up. Now, hospitals usually have large parking garages below them. So I don't know why they would go up because then you trap yourself up. I thought that too. I'm like, all right, well, now how are you going to get down there? He says, we need to go to a safe floor um, and lock the staircase doors. So Sarah, uh, let's see. Uh, they go looking for a generator because they say, well, June says, well, the generator's usually up top, uh, the backup generators. She says, well, why don't we go? Uh, Al and Sarah decide they'll go fix the generator, get the elevators going. This is what um, uh, Daryl Mitchell was talking about on, on uh, Talking Dead when he said they were filming a scene with the elevators and they wouldn't open fast enough. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm in a wheelchair. Open those diamond elevator doors. You don't want to be the last one in. Um, okay. So Morgan, so uh, they were going to work on the eleva- on the uh, generators. Morgan is upstairs with Jim. He goes to fight off two walkers to protect Jim. Jim just stands there watching. Jim probably should have helped. Jim's a waste. But he doesn't Sorry. help. And then another walker jumps on him. They go through a glass door, Yeah. roll around on the floor. I didn't see anything unusual happen. Mm, I didn't either. He stabs it. He misses the thing's head. They roll through the door, like I said. Yeah. He gets the scissors. He stabs the thing, kills it. Dead. A flappy. A little flap of skin on his head falls <laughs> off. Ew, that was gross, though. <laughs> Al and Sarah are being uh, converged on by walkers, and Al says to Sarah, you need to go be with your brother. I'll go into the generator room. I'll turn the generator on. By the way, I would, I would think anyone in the hospital would turn the generator on beforehand. Yeah, I thought that too. I'm like, they're just now they're having the epiphany. Oh, let's try the generator. Like the people that work there originally yeah, wouldn't turn the generator on. You didn't think before, unless it's kind of generator, which I, you know, maybe after 12 hours shuts off. I don't know. Oh, good. I don't know. An auto shut off. So she locks herself in the generator room. Um, as it was explained on Talking Dead, the only thing that would have gotten Sarah's character to leave was to say, "Go take care of your brother." Her brother. Right. The barricade breaks. Uh, they're all by the elevators. The walkers are coming. Uh, perfect timing. The generators kick on, and they all run in the elevator. Here's where Marcus calls bullshit again. Marcus on Twitter. He says, that is the fastest elevator on the planet. Lights on, and it just so happens to be on that floor, and the door's shut fast. That shit never happens. He calls 332's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, funny. the fractions. People loving the fractions. <laughs> loving the fractions. Uh, they go to the roof. They call Al on the walkie-talkie. She doesn't respond. Jim is bleeding. He says he killed a walker, and I'm bleeding from the glass. He acted like he was boss, too. Like, yeah, yeah, I killed I, a walker. I didn't kill a walker. Like, he was all cool. Right. So June lifts up his that, shirt. That, uh... June lifts up his shirt and his jacket. He's wearing three layers of clothing. In Atlanta. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, Texas. And... Uh, by the way, this she says, she's like, I can't fix that, and and she tells him he's been bitten. So I so here's a couple things I, I wrote down here. Did you write yay? No, I didn't write yay. <laughs> no, I, I mean you know, uh, I wrote down. I guess he was right. They shouldn't have gone that way. Mm. Okay. I also called BS that a walker could bite through all those layers of clothing. True. Yeah. And also, I didn't even see him on his back. Okay. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. So, and you're um, right, three layers, the uh, you can't. Right. Morgan tells June that Jim asked for his help with the walker. He asked me to save him, and I didn't really. Morgan had two walkers on him. Right. As Jim had one. Right. So, so I, I went back and I watched the scene. As they're rolling on the floor, and he rolls to his right to grab the scissors. You saw it? The walker sort of bends over to his right, which is Jim's left. Okay. And puts his head behind Jim for a, like a... Second. But it doesn't make sense to me that the walker, when he rolled, wouldn't lean towards Jim's face or like towards Jim, not his back. Yeah. And it, and I don't know how... See, here's the thing. 
It's a flat back with three layers of clothing on it. Yeah. If you tried to bite my back in the middle, how would you possibly do that? You Unless your you, back is so fat. Yeah, you wouldn't be By able the way, to... Jamie just tried to bite the no, microphone. No, hit the microphone with my That's hand. why you just heard yeah. like that. <laughs> you couldn't. It'd be flat. <laughs> All right, how does the walker bite a flat... He's a thin guy. No. So you wouldn't I, be able to get enough skin rolled I'm calling, like that. I'm calling biter bullshit. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't understand how you could bite his back. Not through that many layers. And that it wouldn't, wouldn't he wouldn't have felt it? Yeah. Did it, he wasn't like on his back where there would have been glass. He was on his side. Mm. So I, the whole scene, I don't get it. Oh, by the way, your back was bitten. <laughs> like, I, eh. mm. I'm sure if we did this podcast for the first five and a half seasons of The Walking Dead, we might have seen things like that. The old, you were bitten? Yeah. Who was bitten on The Walking Dead where they didn't realize they were bitten and they were like, oh, you have a bite? Carl. No, Carl, well, Carl. Well, Carl knew. Carl knew. It, it seems vaguely familiar that somebody else didn't realize he had a bite. And they were like, oh, oh shit, I'm going to die now. Jim? From the first season? Yeah. No, he did, he lied about it. He knew oh, he yeah, had a he bite. lied about it. I feel like for sure that did happen, but I just can't remember who right now. All right. If, yeah. uh, if you remember it's, who that was. You can tweet us. Yeah, but, but check to see if anyone else did. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right. Uh, but I, I, that, it vaguely reminds me of somebody getting bitten where they, th- they didn't realize they were bitten. They were like, oh, crap. I, oh, you were bitten. crap. All right. Uh, June asks Morgan, what's next? You got us here. Can you get us out? Morgan says, I can't. He starts like, I, I can't. And she says, you will. You'll get us out. Uh, Alicia and Charlie walking with an empty gas can. Charlie says we should have helped them. Now she's the moral compass. Yeah, now she, yeah. Alicia says we could find them alive, dead, or we could die trying to find them. So Alicia's like, yeah, I'm not risking my, we, who knows? Like, all I need is you, kid. You she's killed like my brother. Up in the air, and it's a weird oh, sorry, relationship. Sorry, sorry, I owe an apology. I'm sorry. Spoiler, Nick's Spoiler. dead. Spoiler, yeah. Nick's dead. Spoiler, Charlie did it. Charlie did it, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought if I could help you, that would be good. If I could get you to the beach, I just need something to be good. So it's, again, all these, you know, uh, Luciana, they'll have to make up for something. I just wanted to do a good thing. I think not killing her was your good thing. Like, mm-hmm. you need to take Charlie to the beach. Yeah. All right. Um, Charlie hears, oh, so then they start walking towards the water. Charlie hears something. Uh, she, she, oh, she goes, she, I hear something. So it's the water. It's the river. Uh, it's a flooded area. Charlie says, it's a beach. Like, this counts. Aww. Like, you got me to the beach. It's kind of cute. Not really the beach. It's an over-swamped river. It's, and, a, and, yeah, it's a flood. Flood. Um, so I'm thinking, girl, With you better watch out for gators. It. Yeah. But the gator. Right. So then, uh, what percentage do we want to call bullshit on this one? Oh, my God. Like, a thousand percent. Okay. So, Charlie and Alicia get in a car, randomly drive east. She says they're going towards Galveston. They break it down. They break down. They break down. They walk. They happen to go to the side of the road somewhere. Randomly, they find the hat that John the exact lost. Exact spot where the hat washes up on the river. Come on. And then, okay, so then she sees, oh, that's John's hat. She, um, okay. And I wrote NFW, no fucking way. <laughs> and then Alicia looks across the river, and she smiles like yeah, she's seen something all- fade to black. Now uh- they faded to black. They either saw the cast of The Sopranos. <laughs> You remember how that show ended? Yes. Or they clearly saw John and Strand. That, I, I mean, I figured they saw John and Strand. Okay. Well, there's really no mystery because in the scenes for next week. Oh, no. Did Trailer Guy ruin it? Trailer Guy fucked trailer up. Trailer Guy. Fuck you, Trailer God. Guy. God. Trailer you, tra- Guy. F you, Trailer Guy. F-U, hashtag hashtag F-U, F-U, trailer, trailer Guy. guy. <laughs> so Jim is blaming Morgan for getting them into this. He's still doing it again. It's your fault. It's your fault. Dude, just shut up and die. Yeah. Uh, Alicia and Charlie are walking through a town. Old dirty bitch shoots at them <laughs> and misses. Um, that's part of the same scene they showed at the end of Talking Dead, which is a longer version of that, where uh, Charlie Alicia keeps saying, we can help you, and she f- shoots at them. Stop just, saying the word help, Alicia. Just, but we can help you. I don't need your help, pew, and they pew. shoot at her again. Yeah, more shit. She doesn't want help. Don't no. you know she's Batman's evil villain? Don't help me, woman. <laughs> um, Charlie's wearing John's cowboy hat. She looks like Carl. A la Carl. June, Luciana, Wendell, and Sarah get out through the basement. I guess they took the elevators down. Yeah. We still don't see Al. We don't see Morgan. We do see a scene where Morgan, a walker, jumps on Morgan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah's with John, who's wearing his hat. So that means they get back, which means Alicia saw them. Yeah. 
So trailer guy. Somehow Alicia and Charlie find a way to cross the river uh, to get Strand and John off the island. When they couldn't even cross the river. And get back and then somehow figure out they went to the hospital in Austin. With a gator in the water. Right. Uh, Luciana kills a walker with an axe. Morgan, Luciana, uh, Sarah and Wendell and June get off an elevator. Uh, again, no Jim, no Al. I don't know if we're going to see Al till the finale. I have a feeling they might want they might kill Al. But they'll get her. They'll get her. They'll get her, her SWAT truck back, and then maybe and then find out she's and, dead. Well, yeah, or maybe, and they'll watch a, a, an Al video like uh, her will. Oh, and then maybe one of them will sad. take up the role of filming in her honor. Oh, that maybe. Could be, yeah. Or they'll film her death and throw the camera in with her, like it, oh, you know what God. I, mean? <laughs> I mean, I don't want anyone else to die, but Jim's dying. Maybe Jim takes two episodes to die. You don't think he'll be dead by next episode? You'd think. You would think. Unless it doesn't last that long. Yeah. Unless it's like, oh, the whole episode's like an hour. That's true. Uh, Talking Dead was Lou Diamond Phillips, Sinbad, and uh, Tanya Pinkins, who plays Old Dirty Bastard. Um, Tanya, okay, so he, so Tanya says, it was a, being on this show was a great experience. So she's dead. Oh, well. She said was. It's like when what's her face oh, well, maybe when she when the actress who played it. Deanna was like this was a great part of my career like it was a highlight was you blew it you blew oh, it so you think just that well she has to die before the end yeah she has to um, she admits that her character wrote on all the faces including Morgan like it's her handwriting she did it yeah so spoiler she wrote on Morgan's face <laughs> um, and next week we've got the actor who plays Jim. Jimbo. The actress who plays Sarah, Mo Collins, and Jenna Elfman. So. She's done a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she's resurrecting the old career. Yeah. Good old Dharma. Good old Dharma. <laughs> It'd be funny if Greg, like Greg was a walker. Could you episodes. imagine if like, he just shows up? Well, you know, he got fired from Criminal Minds Ooh. for being hard to deal with and for kicking somebody. That's yeah. not good. No. Anyway. Shame on you, Greg. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So, there you go. Overall, you liked the episode. It was good. Yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying the season. It looks like the next two episodes, one of the episodes has a huge walker herd in it coming up. Uh-oh. Which I think is next week when they get out of the hospital. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be like they spent all their money on this episode kind of thing. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, too. Now, there's no break between Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead. So, I don't know when we're going to do Preacher, but we're going to try. We'll try. We'll do, just do a recap. Now, I'm off tomorrow, Friday the 21st. Yes. So I'll try to watch an episode or two. Okay. I'm a very busy person. I know. You are a busy man. All right. Uh, and so I'm going to try to watch uh, try to watch Preacher. And um, that's it. So uh, have a uh, good weekend. You too. Thanks for listening to the episode. Thank you, guys. And I'm looking at the clock. It's time. What time is it? It's time, time to, to shut, shut this, this shit down. down.